Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me as always is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, sir. How are you doing this Thursday evening? I'm doing great. It's kind of bittersweet, though, because, I mean, we're going to talk Loki in yep. a few few minutes, but this is, we're not going to have a recording for two weeks. Yeah. So we're not going to be able to talk about Loki again for two weeks. I know, I know. It, it's 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 funny how scheduling works out whenever we, you know, plant breaks and stuff. But uh, yeah, and especially given that that first episode, I was just thinking last night as I was watching it, um, man, I can't wait. It's gonna be hard. I was like, maybe we should do like a, a Twitter like meet up or something like that while we're on hiatus, <laughs> just to like do a five minute. What do you think about that episode of Loki? <laughs> <laughs> there, there are so many thoughts. I don't think Twitter has um, these character limits that prevent us from getting them out completely. But so that's just a reminder to everyone listening that um, don't be surprised. You're not going to get an episode for two weeks, but we will be back. We just have um, some obligations we have to do and we need some breaks. Uh, speaking about breaks in Marvel, Lizzie Olsen did confirm that WandaVision is only a limited series, so do not expect and theorize about a second season. Nope, nope. She she made it very clear she was on a, um, I guess Variety does it, actors on, on actors um, show, and she was a Kayla Kakoa from um, Flight Attendant and, of course, Big Bang Theory, and they were gushing over each other's shows basically and uh yeah so kaylee asked the question well when are you guys starting to film uh season two and lizzie yes as you know to confirm that yes indeed it is a limited series and she actually actually i guess she even made that point before the series even started but you know mm -hmm. everybody was just very hopeful that this was going to be a situation where public demand would uh encourage marvel to do a second season but i think i think it's gonna be like the watchman it's just only gonna be the one yeah everyone was very hopeful about a second season about mephisto everybody wants mephisto to show up even yeah i mean I saw Mephisto trending yesterday as far as like uh, with, with, with Loki. So, I mean, folks, maybe at some point in phase four or five, you'll get him. But, you know, anyway. I, I never knew Mephisto had such a large fan base. I didn't either. <laughs> I, <laughs> he, he's got a, a borderline BTS army on him. Totally. <laughs> like Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but before we talk about Loki and all of his charms, we do have um, all of our CW shows um, aired this week. And um, I'm going to start with the one that I probably have the least to really talk about. Um, but The Flash said goodbye to Cisco this week. Yeah, The Flash did say goodbye to Cisco this week. Uh, Carlos Valdez is leaving the show, as we've talked about before. And uh, this episode, he is going to. This episode was his, I guess, the goodbye episode. Even though he is coming back for the penultimate and the finale for this uh, seventh season, um, you know, I 
It's so weird. It was such a weird episode. And now yeah. that you told me he's going to make two more appearances later this season, it makes this one feel <laughs> even <laughs> like more cringy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I, the first 30 minutes of the episode, I was just like, oh, here we go. Season seven. Mm-hmm. The back, the, the back half, I felt like I was almost getting season one vibes because we did have that original team flash dynamic back and it really really drove home the point how this show has in the last gosh three seasons really abandoned that yeah i mean seeing the seeing barry caitlin and cisco together uh you know obviously they were trying to put on a brave face at the beginning of the episode but whenever they did get back into that old Team Flash, original Team Flash vibe, you know, it, I just was like, man, this what the series could really what could be if if they just really kept that core and and just built stories around around them, um, because I, I just felt cheated, quite honestly, um, and, and disappointed that we haven't seen that while I was watching the episode. Right. I knew it was going to be go downhill the moment it was like, I leave tomorrow. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, and, 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 and that's the problem. I mean, basically, you, you, how they've characterized Cisco the last few seasons. I mean, he basically, he's just, I mean, he's all. I mean, it, it seems that Carlos had one foot out the door since, I mean, we've been hearing these rumors since what, season four or five anyway? Um, and, and, and given that, you know, Barry and Caitlin are his best friends, you don't drop that kind of shit on your friends the day before you leave. If they're your best friends, you're, you're, you're talking to, you know, you, even if, even also just to prepare Chester to, to take over Star Labs. I mean, you don't give him a 24 hours notice that, okay, here's the key to the archive and figure it all out. I mean, it was just, again, that, you know, and that was Again, the, the the really shoddy storytelling that we've seen this seventh season, as far as just the way they've executed some of these episodes. Uh, right. But I think, yeah. But then, like I said, on the back half, that's when you did get the original vibe, and you know, I did feel some moments. And you know, and, and as a fan of the show, I mean, whenever I saw the montage of of Cisco and, and some of the highlights throughout the uh, seven years. Um, yeah, I, I did. I did have. I did get emotional. I mean, I, in a sense that I was sad to see him go, and I was sad that you know. I think I was mourning the the how this was what it used to be like my yeah. show, and now it's kind of like you know, oh yeah, I need, uh, it's almost like I feel obligated to watch it more so than like where I used to feel. It was like appointment TV where I like shut off Twitter and didn't want to like get spoiled. Now I'm just like, if I get spoiled, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. No, I I hear you. I there's there's something about Flash where I've I've really um despised a lot of the choices they've made over the past few seasons. Mm-hmm. And um I I do remember when we first heard the rumor about Cisco leaving years ago. About around the same time the Rock announced he was going to be Black Adam if I'm Yep. <laughs> 
Um, yep. <laughs> and they have both, and now they have both come to fruition. <laughs> but but it's it's so weird to me because watching this episode and especially the flashbacks, all I could think was like. This is a story of how it all goes downhill. Like you, they're like you're right. The three of them had such great chemistry, and it, the show was built around them. But then, for whatever reason, suddenly Caitlin and Cisco were metas, mm-hmm. and it ever since they really went all meta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it it's never been the same. Yeah, um, I, yeah, it's 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 been it continues to keep diluting itself again and again, and and we kind of knew the signs even last season with the introductions of Allegra and Chester, and it, you're kind of like, oh okay, we get what, uh huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. When sis, when Carlos has other things to do, uh, or Danielle gets pregnant, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. But um, I'm just also now curious, when is it going to be Grant wants to walk away? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. Uh, and, and that was the other thing, too. I, uh, one thing I did enjoy, even though I know people, a lot of people cringe with it, but I actually liked the breakdancing because it was, it was, again, Grant just seemed to be just free and just happy and and not always playing mopey berry it, it so uh that that was that was welcoming to see even though it was very goofy and and, and but it had that you know but it was that goofy balance that they had from from the earlier seasons right. uh, when 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 we when we had that so i like that but you're right you know the question does become especially given that he's going to be a father soon and you know i know that uh you know when Steven had talked about this whenever he was on Michael Rosenbaum and some other places, that commute between Vancouver and Los Angeles, like uh, when does other things and, and also that's that creative itch to want to do something else start to kick in and he may want to you know, start stepping back from, from the show as well. Um, I mean, we know he has, I think, signed through at least season eight. And I think from what I gather, uh, he's talked about going the distance like supernatural did, but you know, think things may change, uh, especially if um, creatively that the show gets, uh, gets stale. Cause I mean, that's part of the reason why Carlos left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on to Batwoman. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do Batwoman. Yeah. So it's been a while since we've talked Batwoman because they have these weird hiatuses. Welcome to the CW verse. um and and i honestly i kid you not will i completely forgot about luke being shot (laughs) i I started the episode and i was like oh yeah now Mm -hmm. i get exactly where we were um i have very mixed feelings about this episode i have mixed feelings um because i I liked a lot of the decisions they made with these characters. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought they were interesting and unexpected. Mm -hmm. Simultaneously, I wish that it was story-wise, I wish they allocated maybe another 10, 15% to Luke 
mm. in this this standoff between between dying and living. Mm-hmm. I I really I I felt as much as I thought that the the I don't want to say twist because I don't think it's really a twist, but I thought I I, I really thought it was an interesting character choice for him to get to that point where he he fully wants to just be like, no, I'm done with this. I'm yeah. I'm not going back. I'm I'm gonna be with my father. And, and there's nothing like, it doesn't matter. It's pointless. Mm -hmm. Um, I really respect that. I just felt like it almost got, we got there too quickly with him. And I Mm. I needed maybe like a few more scenes. Um, I kept getting distracted anytime they like, we would jump in there and he would see his father and then yeah. they would cut away. And then next thing you know, Bruce is there for some weird reason. And mm-hmm. then, like, it just felt very choppy. And I've, I I think that they would have earned it more for me mm-hmm. had we spent just a little bit more time there. Yeah, I, I agree with that point. I, I felt, especially how whenever, after he was given the, the Desert Rose mm-hmm. and, and and had the the choice at that point to, to go, well, actually the choice was taken away from him at that point. And I think, so, so to your point, I think it would have been better if they had given it just a few more minutes of, of, of screen time, because when they took his agency away to make that decision, it, it did, while the moment was still powerful, especially the conversations that, you know, that he had with Bruce, yeah. where Bruce was like, you know, there are plenty, you know, and, and we see this in the real world all the time, whenever these, these shootings happen, um, where they, pick, they, 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 they uh, villainize the, the person who's been shot and, you know, instead of like looking at the totality of the circumstances. Right. Um, so, you know, so when Bruce tells him, you know, there's people out there who wish you were dead because you're black and, and camera and, and Luke has his feeling like, you know, where he's just like, I'm done. I'm exhausted. I'm uh, this, this world. I don't need it anymore. You're right. If they hadn't cut it back and forth so much and gave that a little bit more time to breathe, then when Mary and, and, and when they had given him the desert rose, uh, to take that choice away from him, then it, it, removing his agency like that, it kind of undercut the, the the more powerful moment of the decision that he made. Even though he made the decision, he was done. But you know, but we, you know, they they took the they took the shortcut by by giving him the drug so that you know we we'll, we'll still get this baptism by fire that will encourage him to become Batwing, which we got the this look at that dope ass suit that there that he's going to be wearing this week. It, um, it was it was funny because yeah. I I finished watching the episode and I think I I think I might have sent you a message mm-hmm. at that point about having mixed feelings. Yeah. And then I immediately look at my timeline and I see him all dressed up and <laughs> Batwing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, now you know it made sense, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand why. Now I do. I get yeah. where we're going. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it, this season, Luke has had a very peculiar path. 
mm-hmm. because I remember at the beginning of the season, we kept talking about how he he was so freaking mopey over Kate. Yep. Mopey, mopey, mopey. Mm-hmm. More so than anybody else, including Jacob Kane. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and it just and he had all this weird friction with Ryan. Um, but but I guess that all led to the previous week's episode and his choice to intervene mm-hmm. in that moment, mm-hmm. and then his choice here to say like there's there's it's pointless uh, no it's at this point it's easier to to just just stay dead because i'm i'm done which is also weird because if i remember correctly in a fairly recent episode he was he was doing some smooching with someone and was. Yep. where was she <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, you know she may she may re- she may return she may return uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but but beyond that and batwing which now i'm worried like do not writers if you're listening i know you are yeah for love god do not make mary into a bat girl person thing no. No. okay we need normal people on these shows <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yes just as we were just talking about the flash don't turn everybody into superheroes and the metas just keep we need normal folk we need normal folk yep Yep. The the other thing that they did at the very end um, is it, it um, Alice um, enters the the <laughs> parking garage. With, you know, I I can't believe I missed that joke. It's been like in our faces for so long, and it's like, yeah, you. It really is sad how often she gets into that parking garage. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks like um, she's gonna convince Daddy to help her um, take down Black Mask and get Kate, quote unquote, back. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. I guess earlier in the episode, she was going through Doctor Enigma's files, and um, you know. Basically, found the connection between the the, the families, and uh, and of course, and of course, made a enemy of the Riddler by killing the Riddler's daughter. So, right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that was a nice little drop drop in the episode too, just with you know with the larger larger Bat universe. But uh, yeah, so we we see that, and, and and I guess the you know the whole reason why he was in the parking garage and is you know with the crows being dismantled because of all the uh, you know, Tavernovs and other um, cover-ups that Sophie uh, helped, you know, convince Kane to finally come clean. Uh, which, you know, I'm hoping they pick up on that as well with the the, the ramifications of what Jacob did uh, as director of the Crows, because I, I felt that the press conference was and, and was just too clean, right? Given what all had they all have done and, and also um you know and also thinking about ryan you know she's a she's a victim of of the crows and mm-hmm. and their and and their uh crookedness so i you know and so i'm really hoping that they pick up on that some as well um and, and not just drop it like okay we're done and then oh not only not only only Corruption in Gotham is just just Gotham police force. I mean, there's you know because all those you know Tavernoff 
if they stick to form, if they introduce the Batwing and you know setting up this dynamic between him and Luke, I mean, you know, he's he's menaced in the comics, so uh, you know, so I, all those ex crows are going to go somewhere. Uh, so unless they unless they all got arrested, but you know, we we know how we know how Arkham is. People get out of there all the time, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, it's a good point that, that the episode also had me very, very much wondering for both Sophie and Jacob, like, mm-hmm. okay, how, how are they going to, beyond this whole thing with Alice and Kate, how, where are those characters going to go in terms of protecting Gotham? Because again, we do not need more bat people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have bat wing. You have bat wing. Yep. And we know there may be another Batman out there somewhere. Maybe yeah. I don't know. But yeah. we yeah. don't need more bat. I can't. I can't say it enough. <laughs> yeah, we don't need more bat. We don't need more bat. And we and we and we don't need Alice to be antihero. We, you know, just. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. That. That's an. Another. Yeah. Yeah, do not go Killer Frost on Alice, please. Yeah, yeah. Even though I trust her, even though I trust the Batwoman writers to do antihero better than a tunnel to Flash, but I still we don't we Alice is better as you know do whatever they need to do with this partnership that she and Jacob have, and and they find Kate and bring Kate back to her senses, and 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 I guess you know after that Kate will go do the be like Bruce and disappear and and you know that's a good you know i i I don't know if 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 wallace's contract with the show is just for the season or or more well i guess i'll have to look into that maybe when we we return um i'll have an answer for you it might be dependent on because she hasn't gotten a lot of screen time she really hasn't no she hasn't so so we haven't really seen the chemistry that could exist between her and Ryan mm-hmm. or between her and Alice even or so so it might be dependent on just fan reaction towards the end of this year when they really um wrap up that loose end on yeah. if she stays or if she goes and again we don't need more bat people because exactly really <laughs> she stays yep, she's yep. gonna be so long yep. so or maybe she's just gonna be this this person who who is a wells and just comes comes and goes as as she pleases maybe maybe and maybe that may they may make kate just recurring and uh, and that Depend again. I guess a lot depends, like you said, on how this this story ends up this season, and and also just fan reaction. But you know, I don't, I don't, but I don't think they should go back to her being Batwoman. I mean, the, the, it's solidly Ryan's now, and and I and I like what they're doing with Ryan as Batwoman. You know, and carving out their own using the the source material and carving out their own uh, universe here on the CW. Right, right. Um, and and I mean, the, the writers really should be looking at, for both Flash and Batwoman, at Superman and Lois and how the the main crux of this show and why this show is working so beautifully is because you have two family members with no powers and two mm-hmm. family members with powers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is 
making very, very new and refreshing angles on how how these heroes and being a hero um, with powers, a much m- m- and also even an alien, so to speak. Yeah. Um, that impact on fi- family dynamics that are already very complicated. Um, so, so on that note, Superman and Lois this week, um, not not the best episode, but mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I um, I liked the Kryptonian twist on COVID nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> very unexpected. <laughs> very subtle. <laughs> yeah, I guess whatever they had to like adjust for uh, uh their their bumped up production schedule <laughs> and then have to pause because of covid. Yeah, they definitely uh yeah, definitely use some of the real world elements and, and and integrated that into the story. Uh, at what point did you did you know that I forget his name Kyle um had had clearly gone under this process to becoming a Kryptonian um you know they actually got me on that one I, I me too. I, yeah, they 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 actually got me on that one. I'm just gonna be completely honest because uh, I, I you know but but I love the way they set this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, not only that, but it, just, just really just several things they set up. So I'll take the, let's take the Kyle angle first. Cause I also want to talk about, uh, Sarah, the daughter and, 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 and Jordan and, 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 and Lana and, and the alcoholism that Kyle has because Kyle. yeah, <laughs> Kyle, and, you know, you, you know, they really did a good job of setting this up because he was just dogged determined to to work for edge and and lana was like no you know pushing back pushing back and then you know they had their little blow up about it and then he just you know what just like you know always listen to the wife don't don't guys always listen to the wife because she was right but he went behind her back and um messed you know met with edge and and then we see what happens um from that and I was really, uh, yeah, whenever he showed up at the barn, I was not expecting him to uh, turn on on Jordan, on Jonathan and, and, and Lois like that. But um, that, that was that was a good little twist. More so no, than the twist at the end. Yeah, you're you're really you're spot on with that. Like the setup from from the moment that he drives Sarah to school. Mm-hmm. And she just looks and says, my dad's been acting weird. Like, that should have been a clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but for whatever reason, the, sh- the writers really have um, have um, have allowed themselves to drop those hints, but then get distracted because you have Kryptonian boy sneezing ice all yeah. over the place. You have still some some fallout from even last week's episode with Lois and Jonathan, mm-hmm. and then you also have a a very interesting moment with with Clark um, mm-hmm. being a father again and being a father of someone with his powers, mm-hmm. um, and and that vulnerability. So yeah. so that that though then because we have been following Jordan and Sarah 
with this talent show and preparation and knowing that her dad wasn't there the last time and then he saves the day this time like they're they're playing chess and mm-hmm. and I'm just watching it as if they're playing checkers and yes. so <laughs> yeah yeah and you know this goes uh, you know, I, I thought about this, especially with the Kryptonian twist uh, and the, with X Kryptonite and, and you know, and, and basically why Edge is so invested in Smallville and how uh, with with all the Kryptonian things. And, you know, and, and, I, and I, you know, when I looked at the creative staff on the show, a lot of them are folks from Krypton. Right. And. Right. And the you know and so they're very steeped in the the mythos of Superman and, and and using some of those story beats and themes that we got from that show integrated into this and which is a and, I, and why we I know why we love that show so much is because we had this very you know like you said it, it's we're so used to like checkers with some of these CW shows that they're playing chess with these characters yeah. They, and, they know exactly wh- how to move different characters to set them up to have these amazing interactions and to move, move to f- still feel like we're progressing. Mm-hmm. Like there is an, there is a goal at the end of the year that we're reaching. Um, and they're, they're just, they're just moving us along at their speed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also getting past this thing of like just having, you know, head fakes as far as the big bad, because remember when we first started this series, oh, we were like so convinced, oh, you know, Captain Luthor, you know, he, he's, he's, that's the big bad. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. and then, nope, we, we figure out, actually, it's John, he's John Henry Irons. And the reason why he's here is to warn Earth Prime about this, you know, the, the, the this army of Kryptonians who, who could, or, or could destroy your world. I like he, how you say "warn." He wanted to kill Superman. Okay? Yeah. Well, he wanted. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to kill Superman. Yeah. Well, and also, well, he was warning everybody. He was warning Lois, but also he wanted to kill Superman for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, no. I like that's Edge is is that is that character we're very used to seeing in these shows, especially as a big bad, and why I've allowed him to exist. Yes, I, I say that. Um, I've allowed him to exist on the show is because they they really made it clear from the beginning he is after Lois. So in this mm-hmm. episode in particular, yep. when he says, I'm not after Superman right now. I'm after the one he protects. I was like, yep. yes, you yes. are. We mm-hmm. know. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> so I like, yeah, I... Again, I, I still think there are stronger episodes this season, but... Yep. This one definitely pushes us forward with um, a ch- clear trajectory for for the remaining um, remaining episodes this season. Yeah, yeah, and then of course, you know, and the the reveal at the end it wasn't a knock me out of my seat reveal like Cal, Cal, how Cal was, but it was more like oh this I, I like where they're going with this, and then of course all the speculation is now. You know, he is Kryptonian, so is this going to be our version, of, another version of General Zod? Mm-hmm. Or or is Edge um, going to be 
you know, uh, you know, when he says brother, I, mean, I don't think it's like I, I think it took it more as more countrymen that, than uh, than blood blood relatives. But you know, but you know, taken from Krypton, you know, we 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 know Segel did uh, sire Druzad. So mm-hmm. if they if they decide to use the story beats from from that series, I so, don't know. I mean, I would be happy if they did because, but you know, obviously, then they gotta they gotta explain why he's a white dude now instead of instead of dark skin. But uh, but they could you know they could retcon it somehow if they if they wanted to go that route. But or 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 Edge may just be just a, just another person from Krypton and um, yeah, and I, I just yeah, he's clearly a time variant. I, yeah. I really just think that's what's happening here. And I mean, <laughs> retcon is such a harsh word these days, considering how much retcon is going on in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I like how with the DC, like to say retcon, it's almost a curse word. And then with Marvel, we're at this point where it's like, yep. Yep. <laughs> bring it on, read it all up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Loki. Loki, Loki, okay. You know, I have, I I remember watching the trailer long, Mm -hmm. long, long time ago, instantly being like, this show is going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I really like this premiere. And I like this weird simplicity of this premiere episode. Because it, there wasn't, I mean, especially when we look at Falcon and Winter Soldier, from the get-go, that show opened up with these big fight sequences, a lot of CGI, and a lot of just action. This episode, surprisingly, had, had a few moments like that to get Loki into the TVA, mm-hmm. and then just stayed there. Yeah. And I was, I was looking, and I was thinking to myself, for whatever reason, and well, I know, like Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson, amazing actors, great chemistry. But mainly, this episode is just them talking. Yeah. <laughs> talking yeah. Was, and talking. Yeah. It, it was the, you know, it was like the buddy cop thing that everyone expected for Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we got it here in Loki. But I don't even know if it's buddy cop so well, much. Because this episode was about in this interrogation mm. as if they were friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weird. And and I just I really I could not get over the simplicity of it all and just how it Loki and watching those trailers, you, you really there's gonna be a lot of spectacle to come this season, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of mischief. But to introduce it, I thought it was such a smart decision to really make sure, because we are dealing with time, Mm -hmm. and we are dealing with this new force that nobody knew about it, including Loki, the -hmm. TVA. So they had to introduce the TVA. They also had to make us start to understand more about Loki and his pathos. And 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 where we're going with this all. So I don't yeah. know. I could stay rambling, but Will, what are your thoughts? Oh no, I, I love your thoughts because you're right. I mean, they this episode did have to do several things. One, mm-hmm. 
you know, it had to introduce the TVA because to this to date, we haven't heard any inklings about this in, this organization in the MCU. Right. So you know, so there, so yes, there was the requisite exposition, but it was exposition done very well. I mean, there is this was this you know, if you want to take it from a just a from a technical standpoint of a show and a, almost like a procedural kind of thing. I mean, this is how you this is how you can do that and 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 i'll tell you that the, the 50 minutes like sit by yeah yeah uh it, i didn't i was like oh sh- it's done because mm-hmm. it was just it was just executed so well as far as just just the structure of the show as far as getting <laughs> in you yeah as far I as just, getting yeah go ahead sorry i just was gonna ask um so so did the tva steal the concept for their introduction video from what we were shown in Thor Ragnarok when Thor was introduced to, um, I forget, I forget that, but remember he goes through that like device. Well, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who copied who? I just want to know because I want to know that too. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was really smart, <laughs> but continue. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a good point. Uh, and maybe that was the hint. That's what maybe we got there, you know, but, but, you know, but then the, um, you know, you have the introduction to TVA, you, you, uh, you again, the, um, reminding us of the Loki, the, 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 the Loki we're seeing now is not the Loki that we saw it with in game. So, you know, so yes, you know, he, he is the Loki that we saw just right after the battle of New York, after getting his ass handed to him by the Hulk and everyone. Um, and, and, and so it, 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 you're, you're right. I mean, that it, it gave Hiddleston and it gave the, it, it gives us as fans the opportunity to, you know, we know how Loki has ended, but now we got to go, we got to sort of reverse the clock like they were doing all the time when somebody yeah. would get up and then jank him back. We're having to do that now to remember the Loki we were introduced in to and, 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 and the Thor and then, and then also in Avengers. So, uh, so it, you know, so seeing him and, and and when they had those scenes of him seeing the events that had unfolded in Thor: Dark World with his mother, adopted mother, and um, and then of course his demise at the hands of Thanos, it I you know, it it it, 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 it really helped. Remind me of like again how interconnected this universe is, how how rich a tapestry that they have painted with with the MCU as far as the storytelling, and then yeah, and then and then just all the things with you know with the story itself, like you know how to introduce the TVA and and you know and how bureaucratic it is and just the vibe it was like you know felt like you're at the dmv like waiting for your driver's license whenever he was after he kept yeah. like checked in and you know I draw a number and you're just like you know you're, you're like oh hell was you know was you know yeah granted it was well, thankfully he's, yeah, yeah he's what what i think on that point yeah what was smart is it's not only introducing of TVA, but it's like, no, 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 Loki. 
you're you are the god outside of this place, mm-hmm. but inside you're almost just merely mortal. Like there were a lot of places during mm-hmm. the first 15 minutes yeah. to the point to the gag about, well, I, I think I have a soul. I think I'm not a robot. Yeah. What happens if I am a robot? Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. no. And, and in those moments it's, it's played for a laugh, mm-hmm. but underneath that joke, it's, it's this reminder to Loki, you are, yeah, you're a god, but you're you are mortal, and you you do have this humanity which mm-hmm. makes you more vulnerable. And then if you if you take that information, that is what makes those final moments with him and this realization or this um, this moment of honest self. Mm-hmm. Um, retrospection or introspection that he mm-hmm. has about all everything that he has done and will do and why he's doing it it yeah. just comes full circle in such a beautiful way it does and, and which is really clever because he for this for what 10 years has been walking around all high and mighty like I'm a god mm-hmm. and and I have a brother who is also a god but they kind of had to like literally take off his clothes and be like, no, 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 you're nothing but a man. Yeah. And they humbled him because, you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, because we, we learned as, you know, they, whenever they, we are introduced to, to the machine and they're interrogating him. It's like, it's Loki Lathmanson. And so, <laughs> and, 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 but there's, you know, but you know, to your point about how they stripped away everything from him, mm-hmm. remember, you know, Loki's adopted by Odin, and his his father was Laffinson. It was another it was another king, and and he was left for you know left in the battlefield, and, and Odin took pity on him and adopted him. Right. And so you know, because Thor's Thor Odinson, and and but you know, but Loki's Loki Laffinson, and it's just another reminder about your you know just stripped it, stripping of him of, of 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 his of his demeanor and his and his and his you know, his haughtiness, like you were saying, because, you know, but for Odin taking sympathy on you, you'd just be this, you know, kid on, you know, you would be nothing. Yeah, and which, and I've seen, a, I've listened to a few different reactions and reviews about this episode, and I've heard some some complaints, or, or not even complaints, but just, they are walking a really fine line with the introduction of the TVA, to the point where Loki's powers didn't work. Mm-hmm. The Infinity Stones are used as paperweights. Mm-hmm. What the heck happens if Thanos ever <laughs> enters? <laughs> so, so you're you're suddenly introduced to this very larger than life power, mm-hmm. and and there's a great exchange between. Um, Mo- Mo- Mobis and um, and Loki about fate, time, and 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 destiny and choice and free will, mm-hmm. and which which they're so going to talk about more. And I'm going to be fascinated by those the, that dialogue because because a lot of what I've heard is like yeah, but it kind of diminishes everything that we've seen play out with the MCU because it it was all supposed to happen that way. Like 
There is somebody else making these decisions. And, and I, I understand the point. Yeah. I think, though, that that is a sign this episode did exactly what it was supposed to do, because mm-hmm. that is all Loki heard when he mm-hmm. when he was introduced to the TVA. That is all he's heard and that is all he saw. He yes. saw the power and he heard the fact that everything he's been working for has all been according to someone else's plans. Yeah. And so his his achievements are not his mm-hmm. and and that's that is such a a great place to put him in especially with the final reveal of the episode yeah yeah i you're right and and it's interesting that people would have issue with it and, and, and as i was watching the episode and, and hearing miss minutes um you know with the with the, the psa to introduce mm-hmm him into into this and you know the whole timeline and stuff and it couldn't help but think of back to uh dr strange um and and also thinking back to Endgame with the whole time time explanation as far as how they went back to you know uh, uh reset the events to um in, in order to get the stones and stuff um you know it, it uh, you, i don't i think have you know basically you know it gets really into the philosophical thing as far like you said really question of do we have free will or is our destiny preordained yeah and 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 so and 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 loki witnessing that and then seeing his like you said his introspection when he saw what was preordained to come Mm -hmm. and then mobius giving him the option to hey we have this situation that you might be able to help us with do we ever? Yeah. <laughs> I, we have an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> did you think that they would, that that variant would end up being Loki? Um, no, it didn't. Yeah. Uh, you, I, 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 I never, that thought never crossed my mind. Yeah, it didn't cross my mind. I, I didn't think it was Mephisto. <laughs> but, but, yeah. uh, uh, maybe... Uh, maybe Kang, because I know there were some references to, uh, you know, the, uh, I can't remember her name, uh, the Enforcer, mm-hmm. uh, I think has some, uh, some tie-ins to uh, Kang the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, but um, no, w- w- with it being Loki as um, the, the, you know, Loki basically hunting down Loki. I mean, but who better to like, you know, who to do that then the, the the god of mischief um it's, he, it's perfect yeah. i mean i to, i i always i mean we're again we're dealing with time travel mm. we're dealing with a, a superhero universe and we're we're also dealing with now well, if I if I correct this, what happens here and the whole butterfly effect, and mm-hmm. so it 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 really is going to be interesting um, how this all plays out. Even yeah. if a lot of us think we already know where it's going, um, uh, just rewatch WandaVision. It wasn't yeah. Mephisto, so remember, <laughs> you yeah. know, just when you think you know what Kevin Feige is going to do. 
he does something yeah. else. Yeah, because because you knew as soon as everybody saw, like whenever they went back to fifteen eighty whatever year it was, and they were in the in the, in the church and uh, trying to figure out. You know, they were talking to the kid. And you see the you see the stained glass, and it's the devil. You know, right. everybody's minds was like, boom, that's it. You know, it's just like you know, cue the cue the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of pointing to a TV screen because you know. I'm sure that, you know, that's why Mephisto was like trending on, on Twitter for like, uh, you know, as part of Loki Wednesday and everything else, because folks just jumped to that. And the, and the creators of the show were like, nope, that's just, that was just coincidence. There's right. nothing, there's no, there's no there there. Uh, you know, but thinking about you know, the interconnected nature of the MCU, the, you know, the, the Nexus came up again, mm-hmm. you know, we saw that in, in WandaVision and, and, you know, so, uh, so, and there was the whole a reference to a nightmare department. Yep, yep. There was yep, which I think yeah, there's which is I think tied to Doctor Strange. So, mm-hmm. so you know, so there's all these in universe things that they're just dropping little breadcrumbs for us, and and I'm just going to just sit back and, and and enjoy it for what it is, and not try to go into crazy theory spiraling. I mean, my you know my Marvel knowledge is not as deep as it as as it is for DC, but um, but. Mm-hmm. Odd. You would yeah. ruin everything for me. No, no. Well, you know what? <laughs> I you know, to all those people who you know who see, I it's actually I'm glad. And but even if I even if I did have it, I see the MCU as this, it's its own universe. You know, because you know they're not trying to adapt, adopt you know adapt Secret Wars or or some of these other you know seminal story arcs i mean you know they make it their own i mean yeah it was civil war but they made it their own so and they're doing yeah yeah so you know so i'm just going to sit back and enjoy it for what it is and 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 try to find a box of loki loki charm cereal uh that's going for like hundred dollars on ebay now <laughs> so uh, i just i mean to that point on just sitting back and enjoying it they make it really easy because the even though again we were predominantly ta- trapped in this one space, go figure. Mm-hmm. Um, so was he. <laughs> yeah. um, the the set design to the smallest detail felt just so meticulous mm-hmm. and very creative and very different um, and very eye catching. So when yeah. you're just watching two people talk for forty minutes you're you constantly are looking at different things and just like oh my god the freaking detail yeah and then on top of that owen freaking wilson yeah we haven't talked about him yet yeah i really i okay i like i really do adore chris hemsworth and tom hiddleston's chemistry mm-hmm. but can i just call a spade a spade yeah chris hemsworth not the best actor when he's doing anything else but thor Therefore, it was really refreshing to see Tom Hiddleston play off of someone that is more at his level, arguably. Mm-hmm. Just, just the dramatic chops because their banter was yes. just and 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 I don't know where Owen Wilson went. I'm so glad he's back. I'm glad he's doing TV. I'm glad he's in the MCU. And and no, he's not Mephisto. But 
I, I just, I really, I just adored watching them. Um, just, just on, on the same level, as much as I adore Sam Mackey and, and, um, Sebastian go at it it, with their scenes. I just, yeah, I love it. Oh, and the music. Oh, the music. Sorry. I just had to put that there. The, Mm -hmm. The genius of incorporating a ticking clock into the score of this show. Mm -hmm. Give that person an Emmy. Give him a, yeah, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, go ahead and for your consideration, drop it in there because they, they, that that score was just, everything about it, I mean, the score, the opening credit, the end credits, I mean, they weren't overly long like what we saw with like Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh, and WandaVision. I mean, those things were were great too, but you're right, the, the banter and the chemistry I mean, even like, you know, the story of how with Thor, speaking of Thor and Hemsworth and, and Loki and and just the joke of, you know, losing the bet and 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 and, and, and attention to detail with D, the D.B. Cooper thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and and and, 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 you know, that's just one example of of, you know, given that we are playing with in the sandbox of, of time travel. Uh, what things they can do, and I know they've like been the still photos of of Loki. Uh, you know, it looks like he's in an election somewhere. So, um, with the you know with this with the suit on and stuff. So, you know, I love that DB Cooper sequence. I mean, I, I, that and, and you know, I was like, huh. I wonder how it because you know whenever he was sitting there, I was like, I wonder where they're gonna go with this. And then I was like, it's DB Cooper, <laughs> right? And, uh, and then just sort of how that mystery got solved uh, with, with that historian. And, and, and so I wonder how they'll integrate other like, you know, real world things like that, where um, the TVA had some hands in and, and, and trying to correct those events. So uh, and making sure they go the right way. So, you know, there's just so much potential with this show that, um, uh, that we uh, will get. I'm glad that it's. I was worried when they, you know, with all the reviewers and stuff, you know, it was like they were giving screeners to people in the first two episodes. So I was like, oh boy. And I was hoping. I'm glad they didn't do like a double drop this week. I'm glad they're spacing it out uh, because they really give the, the, that first episode the opportunity to breathe and, and set things up, like you said. Yeah. My, my one complaint is I wish in the reel of. Loki and understanding decision making that they would have shown when um, he tricked Thor and became a snake and then bit him. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I I just think that the callback to that reference that needs to happen at some point this season because that's just a classic, mm-hmm. classic story between brothers. Um, personal opinion, personal opinion. Um, <laughs> but yeah, looking forward to Loki. It's it's I'm I'm very glad I did not watch any like I saw I remember the original trailer dropping I mm-hmm. don't think I have seen any other trailers yeah I watched um, and so I I really came into this fresh yeah yeah I watched the subsequent ones but you know but it didn't um it didn't impact my viewing of it you know I, I think you know, of the other three series that we've gotten on Disney Plus now, I, I, I will say that this by far, as far as the first episode out of the gate, um, 
it's been my favorite. Uh, and I'm saying I'm not saying that as prisoner in a moment because you know how much I like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but uh, this was this was because I didn't know. I was pleasantly surprised because I honestly did not know what we were going to get with this show. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I think if we are just comparing premiere episodes, this is my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, I, I, I really, yeah. I don't, yeah. You know, we'll see what happens with the rest of the season. I mean, it may, I may end up, Loving it more, or maybe like, oh man, they they really missed the boat. They shot shot the bed on this one, but uh, but yeah, this definitely was the, the my favorite. And um, yeah, I mean, if they keep doing this, I mean, you know, who, who needs movies? Just give me D, just give me a, a, a thank you, thank Disney you. Plus movie uh, a series like every two or three months. I'll be I'll be fine with that. <laughs> And that's why Black Widow is not going to be as good as everyone wants it to be. <laughs> um, but on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me and on Twitter at Will M. Polk. That's W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, follow, comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, Geek Out. You're welcome. Bye.